Hey guys, and welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This Podcast. This week, Zach's granting wishes and Sean's drinking on the job because we're watching Wishmaster. Does the word dumbass mean anything to you? No, it does not. What's up, guys? I'm Sean. I'm Zach. And this week, we are watching 1997's Wishmaster. Wish! What's your experience with this movie? Like, prior to watching it? I saw it at Hollywood Video all the time, and I was like, I was like, should I watch that? Oh, it looks scary. And you are not necessarily a big fan of horror movies? Question mark? Uh, I wouldn't say that now. Maybe then, yeah. Okay, fair. I didn't like horror movies as a kid. I didn't like horror movies until maybe, I don't know, like, until you were like five, 27, ten years ago. Yeah, 20. exactly. Um, yeah, five years ago when I was 42. <laughs> um, you're like, I remember when this came out in theaters and I was too scared. <laughs> yeah, and I was 42 years old. Um, I had to be 60. This is a horror fantasy movie. It's got a rating of R. It runs an hour and a half. Did, did I'm going to ask you a question. Does it feel like it's a little longer than an hour and a half? Uh, no, but it's not, I'm, I don't, I can't really answer that because I had to watch it on my phone. So anytime I took notes, I'm pausing it. Gotcha. I didn't really like sit down and get to watch this. So. Okay. Well, I had to, you know, I did what I could. This was directed by Robert Kurtzman. He, uh, is a special effects artist. He's worked on a the Hellraiser movies, I think. Mm. I don't know. He worked on something like that. Seems familiar. It was and produced the, by uh, Wes Craven. Craven. Yeah. And then this was written by Peter Atkins. And he actually, he wrote uh, he wrote Hellraiser 2 and 3, oh, I think. Yeah. Which, speaking of, I watched Leviathan, which is the Hellraiser 2 documentary. Oh, okay. It's so boring, dude. Oh, really? I like, and I like those kind of movies, but I was so bored is not that fun. That's a bummer. Um, this chair is loud, dude. I know. Okay. You, I don't think you've had problems with it before. So what's, what's the deal now? Here? We got this loud ass chair. All right, I think we're good. Um, this movie's IMDb rating is five point eight, so not incredibly promising. <laughs> Just going in. Um, it had a budget. A budget. It had a budget of five million dollars. Did this movie make money or lose money? I don't know. I don't really care either. Fifteen point seven million dollars in the box office. Fifteen point yeah. seven. Yeah. Jesus. Three times the budget. Oh my god. <laughs> I already have a feeling. I know how you feel about this movie. I'm just like, kind of surprised. It just seems like one of those movies that didn't have a theatrical release. I don't remember it coming out in theaters, but I was probably too young. Ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah, I was seven. Right. I was thinking about this today. Uh, I, I kind of thought this movie was older than that. I thought it was younger. I thought it came out in the 2000s. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, so the... the That's because in the early 2000s, it was still on the fucking shelves at Hollywood, so... Well, and then the sequels as well. Right. There's like four or five, right? Uh, I think there's four altogether. So this is about an ancient djinn that's accidentally summoned and it wreaks havoc on the world in hope of being set free to take over. 
Yeah, I don't know the lore of jinns very well. I don't either, but I don't think that this is accurate. I think it's. I think it. I think they took all the dark stuff and like amplified it. Me too. Because or, or kind of went spun their own version of it. Because jinns are like kind of evil beings. Sure. And I think that's where genie was a way to like soften it. Yeah, it was Disneyfied. Well, I don't know if genie is a Disney term though. Not, but I everybody thinks of genie and Aladdin, sure. right? Which then I was thinking about this today. I'd love to see live action Aladdin with this gin as the genie. <laughs> well, what I would say is that um, the genie that uh, in the original Aladdin, I should say the the genie that Jafar becomes is kind of like what I imagine the depiction of a jinn is. Where he was kind of like this crazy giant sorcerer with like the cosmos surrounding around him. Interesting. I guess I don't know enough about uh, the lore to comment. I don't really either, but like I said, that's just what I imagine. So you brought up uh, Wes Craven. What's Wes Craven known for, Zach? Uh, Boogie Nights. Um, He's known for uh, the first two Batman movies. Um, Pretty sure he did Toy Story. And, um, I, I, I heard he's going to do the new, uh, the new, um, uh, Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> so Wes Craven, uh, we know in the show from Scream. Also, of course, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I did not realize he was associated with this movie at all, but he was just an executive producer. Uh, yeah, I thought he actually had more to do with it before I watched it. Before I saw that, he was just a producer. I think he just was throwing money at it for the most part. And well, like, and like in connections. It. Right, exactly. Robert England. And, uh, Tony Todd. Tony Todd, which I didn't want to bring it up yet. Kane Hodder. Oh, I didn't notice him. He was a security guard near the end. Oh, that was Kane. Yeah. He looked like my uncle. Really? One of them. That's bizarre. Uh, yeah, I I was, I only bring them all up because their names are in the credits, which something this movie does that kind of annoyed me was we get credits and then we get like a scroll. Yeah. With voiceover. Right. That bothered me too. If anything, it's like, do that first. Yeah. I I was thinking that do that, do your opening sequence, then give me credits. Mm -hmm. Very weird. Very weird editing on this movie. Um, did you see who did the effects in this? No. Greg Nicotero? Oh, I did see that. That's, That's right. pretty cool. I mean, so people know him now from freaking, Walking Dead. Freaking makes sense, though. Look at Watch this movie. Dude, a lot of the effects in this, the practical ones, are all pretty good. I didn't see any bad effects in this other than, like, a couple of the CGI stuff. That's what I mean. All the digital stuff was kind of whatever, but... Some of it was good, though, was too, good. even for late 90s. I was like, holy shit. Some yeah. of the CGI was, like, kind of not bad. Sure, sure. Some of it was garbage. <laughs> um, the scene so with yeah. Kane Hodder, to be exact. The movie starts Persia 11, 27 BC. Hell yeah. And shit is, like, hitting the fan. But Love this Jake is, Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it's essentially an effects reel, this scene. It's just someone being like, let me just show you what I can do with my effects. Yeah. But a lot of cool shit happens. Well, and it's cool because they don't stick to, like, one thing. No. It's tons of different things. What was your favorite thing? Oh, uh, the snake guy I knew on the it ground. Was 
I liked the dude whose like intestines were like a hand. I liked the guy that um like like was dying and his skeleton emerged possessed. That was crazy. That was dude. like one of the craziest effects I saw in the whole movie. That was sick. Yeah. Um, that's, that's funny. Actually, one of my notes is the skeleton shedding skin is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we kind of getting a a brief explanation of what's going on with this gin or that it's evil at least. Right. And then we jump to present day America, which is 1998 America or 97. Probably Uh, 97. So Freddy Krueger bought an uh, an (laughs) ancient statue, but a drunk knocks his cup of beer over and ends, he ends up dropping it on Ted Raimi. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, well, there's. That was pretty great. He's gone. But yeah, dude, like it crushes him. That was brutal. Yeah. Uh, The dude ends up stealing this quote unquote opal. It's like a ruby. Yeah, or a garnet. I was like, this is not opal. I don't understand why they chose opal to be. (sighs) Anyways. Because maybe in the script it was supposed to be. Possibly. So this dude ends up stealing this thing. He takes it to a hawk shop, and uh, the old guy at the hawk shop takes it to get it appraised. And eh, eh, we get to meet like this Guido character that owns this like. I don't think he's a Guido, but he's wearing like uh, a green uh, corduroy. Uh, it's like lime green corduroy <laughs> collared T-shirt. Yeah. When we first see him. It's yeah. very bad. Uh, then we kind of jump to meet our main character, Alex, who she's playing uh, tennis with her friend. Yeah. It's kind of a dumb, not necessary scene. but Yeah, and the fucking music that rips in, and Dude, it makes it feel like it's an American Pie movie. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, I miss being a teen in the <clears throat> 90s in high school, about to go to college and fuck girls. Dude, and... He, like, puts his hat on her, and, like, it's this moment. It was so dumb. It was really dumb. Uh, so, yeah, she ends up, like, seeing this, um, this opal, and she, like, breathes her stank breath on it and awakens the gin. Yeah. Breathes her stank on it. Um, so her scientist... <laughs> her scientist friend, um... Takes it to analyze it, and it ends up, uh, like, blowing up in his face. He looks like a mix of, like, discount Glenn Howerton and pre-muscular Henry Cavill. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. I didn't think of anything, but that's good. It's so weird. Uh, so... hoo uh, <laughs> I wish... Uh, we, we also find out that Alex is a high school basketball coach, or maybe middle school. Yeah, some young girls. I kind of wish she was, like, given, like, the Coach Carter speeches in this. Just going hard. I mean, that movie comes later, so it'd be retroactive. But, it would, dude, that'd be so fucking funny if she was just going super hard with these little girls. And they're just like, okay. She's like, you a bunch of pussies or what? Dude, I wanted wanted that. Uh, We also get uh, a little bit of a cameo, a a payphone. (laughs) Haven't seen one of those in 20 years. Uh, Yeah. Did I remember the last time I saw a payphone? <laughs> yeah, when? I think it was like 2005. I think that... Uh, yeah, I don't really recall. It's been a long time. So, uh, when when her friend... Uh, 
what's his name? Josh, when he yeah. when he gets blown up, mm-hmm. the djinn that comes back out of the uh, ruby, he initially looks like the Mars Attack Martians. Yeah, kind of. I, I really liked this first look. It was cool. He looked like a, a combination of that and like Swamp Thing. Yeah. It was very cool, agree, but yeah. weird. Uh, he ends up doing like a little bit of a metamorphosis, which is pretty gnarly. Yeah. Uh, and but in order to do that he has to get them to wish for something which they don't actually wish for anything he's just like what would you ask for ask for it yeah he's playing fast and loose with wishes here yeah he's like which one are you trying to do Oh, the man I suck your dick oh yeah you got rid of it I didn't know you took it off yeah dude why take it off uh yeah so okay this movie does something that i'm not a big fan of but a lot of movies do this they they make the homeless into like a crazy person (laughs) he kind of wasn't that crazy though no but he's just like off the wall like he has his face all pressed up against the glass like while he's watching the lady go in the store and stuff (laughs) i liked his his first line though uh, I had to watch it a couple times. What to write was it? it? All down. He's like, uh, he's like, uh, excuse me, lady. Uh, help out an old older boy. If you don't have any change, uh, a dollar will do. Hell, I'll even take five. I'll wait until you get back. Oh my god, Which that's like, pretty good. It's pretty funny. I like. Well, I was like, hell, I'll take five. <laughs> I did. I did get one of his lines. It's after that. Uh, he gets into like a bit of an argument with the guy that runs the the store. Yeah. And as he's walking away, he says, I got your taxes swinging. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, so he ends up sort of having a conversation with the djinn in an alley and essentially kind of wishes for that guy that just yelled at him to die it of cancer. It wish. And it, like, I feel like it doesn't fucking work against the their whole plot. At all. Because, like, the whole plot is that... He, Whoever awakes him, they have to make three wishes, and then he can release his, like, regime upon the world, his horrors, and rule the world. But he's going around town trying to find the one person that woke him, and he's just saying, what would you want? And then he fucks him over and doesn't really give him what they want, or he does in a way. But he says later that he, he gets his power from granting wishes. Yeah. So that's why he sort of giving away these one-offs. And later we do also see that he gets to sort of take those people's soul. Yeah, and I, well, and he's met, he says it requires their soul. Right. But, I mean, you clearly see it happen because he goes from the little, like, Swamp Thing Martian to, like, what he becomes in the end where he's, like, got this, like, armor on and a yeah. cape. So... And, like, his tendrils this that, dude ends for some up, reason, oh, move around. His tendrils are gross, dude. I didn't like that they move around on their own. Just make it, like, his hair. Oh, they just, like, were so... I think because they moved, they were gross. Exactly. Uh, this, this dude dying of, like, rapid, progressive cancer is fucking brutal. Yeah, it was really gross. Is that is that really what it was supposed to be? Cause... Yeah, because he, he said he wanted him to die of cancer. And so it was, like, as though it was just, just like... away. I was just, like... I just didn't imagine that was it. It was weird. Uh, the Alex has this like BS long ass conversation ugh, with her sister. 
and it was so boring that I wrote a bit that's not even funny to try to explain why her sister's wearing these sparkly pants. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into it. Um, we get a shot of something very questionable. School of Medicine. Hoo-ha! <laughs> uh, so, uh, Alex ends up going to talk to Freddy Krueger some more about Ahura, Ma- <laughs> Ahura Mazda. <laughs> yeah. Ahura which is, Mazda. Which is a very cheap, poor naming. It absolutely is, because is, is Mazda even, like, Persian? I, I thought that was Japanese. Yeah, that's what I thought. But also, like, it's like they watched Star Trek, and then they yeah. bought a car, and they were like, I got a name for you. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the Jin takes this dude's face, and it is brutal. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He face-offs him, dude. That was cool. And then and in, even the transition into it was looked good. It was that's clean. what I was going to say. Yeah, that, that uh, digital transition was pretty good. He also ends up blinding a dude. Who, like, kind of catches him by, like, taking his eyes. But essentially yeah, he gets the, him, like... the, like, uh, the guy at the morgue or something. Right. I believe they were college. They were, like, School of Medicine students. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this is where Alex sort of, like, has this meltdown and screams in Robert England's face. Yeah, she's she, like... like ah, ah, and her eyes are, like, fucking bugging. But then she's immediately like, oh, I'm sorry, that never happens. Like, I, I would fucking hope not, but... I mean, I know how she feels, you know. Sometimes I'm, you know, with a girl, and I just start screaming in her face, and then... <laughs> sorry, that doesn't always happen. So, Hoo-ah! she ends up getting, like, a bit of a look uh, at the new Jin's face, or the the Jin's new face, blah. And it, he sort of looks like a discount Quentin Tarantino and Michael Irons, or Jeremy Irons. I was like, who's Michael Irons? Michael Ironside is what I was thinking, but I meant to say Jeremy Irons. I can only think of Jeremy Irons in, like, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> oh, God. I can't even remember him. That I know movie. he is the voice of Scar. Yeah. Uh, so, she goes then to meet this older lady who is supposed to be, like, directing this play, but then you find out that she's not even the director, and yeah. she's like, oh, the director will be here and tell me to go away in a minute. Yeah, like, she's, like, interior design. Right. So, uh, she, like, kind of explains to the girl more about the gin, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, man, this gin though, he's supposed to be, like, a mysterious and, like, attractive to some of the women in this, and this guy is not a good-looking dude. Yeah, I agree. I c- he's I scary like, looking. Yes. He's not... I don't know. Um, and he goes to, like... He goes to try on a suit and gets this suit. He, he honestly looks like a fucking truck driver. And... <laughs> I don't know about that, but... He, like, ends up turning the girl that would be buying... Or paying... Ringing him up well, yeah. into a mannequin. Which was weird. Yeah, it makes her wish for to be beautiful forever. Which... It, it's kind of unfortunate because she doesn't really go on the route and he kind of talks her into it. But and also, like, I don't understand how those things are the same. Because her beauty's preserved in plastic, something that's not going to age and wither. But it's dumb because it's not, it doesn't really work, but. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, this, so yeah, during uh, Alex's visit with this older woman. This, like, random girl uh, that's, like, acting in the play, like, 
jumps in wearing a mask and then she's like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. It's like, what What are you doing running around with a mask yeah, fucking well, jumping in people's says, faces? I was trying to ask you if my costume was scary. But it's like, what the fuck? It's like, well, yeah, bitch, when you, like, run up on unsuspecting people, that's like such pretty a West, fucking scary. It's such a Wes Craven thing. Yeah. I know, I saw that in Scream. Thanks, Wes. So we, this movie's got so many fucking weird variations of Nathan in it. There's a guy Nate, named yeah. Nathan. There's a guy named Nathanson. Nathanson. There's Nathan Nathanson. Uh, the, the, de- the detective Nathanson. He's and he looks like a discount Denzel Washington. Does he not? I thought he looked a lot like Donald Glover. Ooh, I could kind of see that too. Like like a combination of both of them, like young Denzel and Donald Glover. Yeah. I mean, he was a good actor though. He was, and that's the thing. There were there were some people in this that were pretty good. Even the girl that played Alexandra was was, she's pretty good at most parts. But that screaming part, just like I was like, oh my god, it was insane. She like went too hard. Uh. So yeah, during um, sorry, I'm kind of like trying to figure out where we are here. During uh the Jin's visit to like, the police office, which. It kind of just happens randomly, but he's trying to figure out where Alex is. Yeah. And he causes this, like, criminal to kill two cops. Well, actually, like, three or four cops, essentially. But he ends up ripping a dude's jaw off. Yeah. It's brutal. It's really insane. I think it's fucking lit up. Uh, We get one of my least favorite things fucking ever. She gives exposition via a voiceover. (laughs) Um... Are you talking about when she's reading? Yes. I didn't mind that because I knew she was reading. But I was like, this is such a, like... Yeah, but would you rather have to read it? No, but I just think it's a bland way to, like, explore information in a movie. Mm. I disagree. We'll have to agree to disagree on this one. hoo <laughs> Oh, I meant this one. Uh, And then we, we see... um. Fucking Kane Hodder, the security guard. He's, you know, he's a lot like Tony Todd and, and Robert England in his acting abilities. Okay, I, I loved Tony Todd in this. I actually really like Tony Todd in this. As well. He was really good. And at first I wasn't certain, but when he first showed up and I heard him, I was like, I was like, is that Tony Todd? And I didn't want to look it up first. And then at one point he says something and I was like, that's Tony Todd, isn't it? And yeah. so, like, at the end of the movie, I waited for the credits, and I saw it, and I was like, yes! Yeah, dude, he's that was, awesome. That was, like, my favorite part of the movie is Tony Todd being in it. Nice. I, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so this is one of my least favorite, like, uh, special effects in this movie. It's a digital effect. Uh, Kane essentially gets, like, turned into glass, and then <laughs> the djinn walks through him, and he breaks. Okay, so I thought... He was... I didn't think he was going to be flat to where they were using CGI. I thought he was going to be, like, but in it. So, like, in the middle of the doors, but, like, encased in glass. And I thought he was going to, like, shoot him or something. Or, like, punch through him and break the glass and then he dies. If they, That would have been so much cooler because, like, they had the, you know, like, the special effects to do stuff like that, I'm sure. I'm just going to say that what they did made absolutely no sense. He walks all the way through him before the glass breaks. I know. It doesn't make sense. What? You Why? Know what? 
it sucks because he almost like tricks him too because he's like i want you to go away yeah and, and he's, he's like, like he's pissed and he's yeah. like and he has to i like that they explored that um although they i wish they would have done it a little it. more yeah I, I agree i couldn't agree more they kind of do but he just shoots himself in the head and he's like you can't kill what's eternal and then he's like that hurt like hell by the way <laughs> yeah that was so stupid uh <laughs> He goes and talks to that, like, uh, dude with the, uh, the corduroy shirt. Her boss. Alex's yeah. boss. And, uh, he wishes for a million dollars. His mom then dies in a plane crash after, like, making sure to sign him as his, uh, as her beneficiary. Beneficiary. For her insurance. Her life insurance. Beneficiary. Thank you. Um, I've not slept much in the last 24 hours. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, the djinn ends up getting the opal back and then he like kills everyone that he's granted a wish for essentially becoming like incredibly powerful. All right. He confronts Alex who like has sort of a fucking orgasm before being scared by a phone ring. Uh, Does she? it's not, but it looks like it. She, uh, invite, she invites over the old lady who turns out to be the djinn, but we, it's very clear that it's the djinn. The whole time she Kinda, makes like yeah. a sexual pass at her at one point yeah sort of uh and she like she rejects her but she then like this is where she wishes for the gin to shoot himself um <laughs> i'm glad that i put that in there now uh she is gets pulled into this opal uh, which she then like Wishes to know what the gin is, or that's how that's she how gets there. Yeah. she says. I wish I wish to know what you are, which it seems like that was kind of a waste Dude, because they don't even really go into it. Like this was not a like very well. That would have been script. the good moment for exposition, where maybe she had a vision of what had happened and been like, "Oh no, I see." Totally, and I can I can totally rock with that. Sure. Instead, no, we <laughs> we get like Hellraiser Event Horizon light. Yeah. That's what it reminded me yeah. of, kind of, honestly. No, I agree. Uh, she ends up wishing herself out, and then she goes to find her sister so that she can protect her. Um, this is where she goes and sees uh, Tony Todd's character. Yeah. Well, which... she no, she's going to Beaumont, which is Robert England, and Tony Todd is the bouncer. Right, okay, He's right. He's a doorman. Right. And You're she... just a doorman. Doorman, doorman. <laughs> So, why did Tony Todd get put into a sealed tank of water? Uh, because he wished to escape. And Houdini did it in two and a half minutes. <laughs> Is that why? Are you kidding me? That's what he says. He's like, don't you, like, don't you want to not have to have this life anymore? Don't you want to escape? He's like, yeah, I guess I do. And then he puts him in a tank of water with a straight jacket on. Are you fucking... That is so fucking stupid. <laughs> you picked this one. What the fuck? <laughs> Do you watch this? That doesn't even make sense. That's what I'm saying is he like twists what they want. He, he talks them into wanting something and then he, they don't even have to say I wish. And then he just says, if you want something, I can make it happen. It's so contrived. But then he twists it so that he ends up killing him or something because of horror movie. <sighs> a woman gets turned into glass before she explodes. We get stone snakes coming to life. 
essentially like a updated version of the beginning, except not as cool. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I wanted more from this this ending. Uh, we do get to see like Jack the Ripper come to life. But... I was gonna say, was the guy in the painting Jack the Ripper? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which that was interesting. That was um, cool. The guy that played the dude actually kind of looked like the painting too. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if they did that on purpose or what. The um, Jin ends up putting Alex's sister into a painting and then adds fire to it, which is brutal. That was so stupid, though, too. It's It looks bad, but it's a brutal concept. <laughs> the concept is cool. The execution was awful. And then Alex wishes that the guy from the beginning hadn't been drinking on the job that day. And everything goes back, including the Jin. I mean, it makes sense. But it's funny that he's like, no! Like, that was his only weakness. And then... Dude. And then she... Passes off... Onto a date with some new guy. Or the no, it's, it's her friend from before, because yeah. that was the thing, is he was trying to get her to go out with her, and so right. she kind of had, like, a change of heart after him dying, I guess. I this dude who is barely in the fucking movie. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is when he turned into, uh, so I thought the body that he went to when he was like, when that one guy finds him and he, and he takes out his eyes or whatever, it's like, sews his eyes. I thought it was the body of the guy from before. And so I was like, oh, that's how they tie him back. He's going to be like, Hey, what's up, Alex? And then, oh, sure. That like, honestly, that, that would be cooler. Sense. I mean, I, I like what they did, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I don't think that. I don't, I don't think the gin was cast very well for this. Hoo-ah! You with me on that? Yeah. Although, I don't know. the third and fourth movie have a different guy. The second movie has the same guy. As the gin? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Which is always weird to me when they replace some, like, multiple movies in. I mean, it makes more sense to me that they do. He's probably sick of playing that character, or maybe he's not an actor anymore, or maybe he wants more money, so, like, No. Yeah, I'm not that's why we got Don Cheadle instead of Terrence Howard going forward as War Machine. Yeah, that's true. Which I really like Terrence Howard. It sucks that he was like, I want more money, and then you know, dude, isn't he kind of like crazy though? I don't know. Like, isn't didn't he? he like go off the rocker? He like thinks that he's like rediscovered science, like math and science. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> yeah, dude. I think that there's like videos of him being a crazy asshole. But oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd follow him. I feel like I should look it up and like. Like, let it play. He's... Dude, <laughs> yeah, I think he's crazy, dude. I think he's, like, off the rocker. <laughs> What's your favorite Terrence Howard movie? Iron Man? I don't know. Dude, it's... Why is it Hustler? a hustle and flow? Uh, a hustle and flow. A hustler. Because um, I've only seen, like, bits of that movie, I think. On FX. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I mean, what do you want to, what do you want to rate this movie out of? Wishes. Out of five wishes, how many movies, how many are you going to give this movie? Like two. Yeah, dude, yeah. I I almost was going to be generous and give it 2.5 just for Tony Todd. But unfortunately, I don't think it deserves it. I think giving it a two is pretty generous, actually. What I have to say, though, is, um... Tony Todd, Ted Raimi, awesome. Um, and then the effects were pretty awesome. Yeah, ninety five percent of the effects were like so good. Dude, Robert England cannot act, but he can as Freddy Krueger. 
That's it. And that's just because he's the character. He was on an episode of Mad TV once, and I thought he was okay on it. I don't get it. But Although in this I, movie, is, it was awful, and I don't know if it's just because they were like, you know, maybe he didn't want to do it, or maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe he can't act. And dude, I like Robert England, but he cannot fucking act in this. I do too. Uh, you know, it, I don't fucking know. I don't even, I don't even know. He, uh, him and this, Kane Hodder's part was kind of just, meh. It was almost good. But he's, here's the thing with Kane is he's kind of an actor. Oh, what I will say though, is what happens to Robert England's character at the party is really fucking cool. I like spits up something and it's like, like kind of an umbilical cord connected to his mouth and it's got like tentacles coming out of it. But then he's just kind of like, that part, that looks pretty good. That was brutal. Uh, yeah, so the thing with Kane, though, is he's, like, he played, like, Jason Voorhees. Like, he was under a mask and like yeah. stuff. And he's, like, he's more of a stunt guy. I didn't think he was bad. No, I know. I'm just letting kind of the world know. Right. Uh, with that being said, though, I still don't think that he was a very good actor. I don't okay. think he was bad in this, though. He was all right. Uh, yeah. I think there's more to it, too, though. Uh, there is a director. There is a writer. Nope. Nope. No, Kane just came in and was like, this is what I'm going to do. This is my contribution to the movie. Yeah, this was... Hoo-ha! He, he shot it on his own dime, actually. Yeah. Was he paid part. them. <laughs> uh, Kane Hodder. What's your favorite Wes Craven movie? Let's talk about Wes Craven for a minute. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's not Shocker? No. <laughs> Although I do love Shocker. You love Horace Pinker, dude. We gotta we gotta watch Shocker for the podcast. We I probably think. should. I haven't seen it in so long that we might as well. I feel like we're gonna rediscover gold with it. I already know how how much gold is inflamed on that movie. I Hoo-ha! I don't know. I feel like probably the right uh, you're I'm right there with you with Nightmare on Elm Street being my favorite. Um I also can't really necessarily tell you uh, like all the movies he's done. Uh, well, fuck you then, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Ooh, uh, I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's all I want to talk about it? this week. Uh, there was one more line I liked, uh, which was what the, after the the her friend dies, and the guy was like. A computer malfunction. That's one hell of a computer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WAWWTPod. Um, oh, I guess I should give you guys my score. It's the same as yours, too. I felt the same way. I didn't feel like I needed to say anything Okay. Else. Yeah, thanks for making us watch this. Too. Yeah, Why are we I, watching this? I picked this one. I, I had seen it before, but I didn't think I remember you talking me up bad. on it, too, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I don't think I thought it was going to be as bad as it was. It was terrible. Oops. Um, yeah, so you can find us on Twitter. At Where can you find the podcast at, Zach? Like, where can you listen to it? 
No, like physically, geographically, where could you find the podcast? I mean, I don't know the exact longitude and latitude, but... I want the coordinates. Uh, uh, well, if you're not... It's kind of funny that we're still doing this, but um, if you're not already, you can find us on Spotify, the iTunes uh, podcast app, um, Stitcher, CastBox, Amazon Music, um, Google Play... Or are we not on Google Play? We are. I believe there's old vinyl records of us somewhere deep down in someone's dungeon. I like when the fart's like in another sample. <laughs> it's randomly... always on accident too, for sure. Th- these buttons are just so sensitive. Much like a real fart. Yeah. <sighs> Can't get over it. Hoo-ah! Uh, What are we doing next week? It's your pick. Next week, um, we're watching... I think it was a movie we hinted at like a, quite a bit last week. Pumpkinhead. No. <laughs> God. God damn it, Zach. Um, yeah. Um, well, uh, we're doing Cabin in the Woods, guys, so fucking get ready. Yeah, dude. I want people to be able to watch the movies with us, I think. Yeah, if they care. Yeah, all, all f- two, two weeks ago, you. Sean didn't care that much anymore, and now he's getting back into it. I don't care anymore. I just wanted you to have the soundboard this week, so I didn't overdo it. <laughs> Just like that. Go leave us a review on iTunes and I'll send you a sticker. I don't have COVID. We got a lot of stickers. I don't have COVID either. Never had. I even got tested for it before and I didn't have it. So We have sent stickers to I have licked people. all the stickers though every day. I have like sent stickers to people so just give us, a, give us an honest rating. An honest five star rating. <laughs> yeah, none of that four-star bullshit. An honest, solid five-star rating. Yeah. And then in the comment, just talk shit. Sure, yeah. That doesn't bother me. No. But I want I want people to see the podcast. Yeah, it actually helps us a lot if you do get us more reviews, especially good ones, fives yeah. only. Well, and that's... Uh, Nothing else is acceptable. Hoo-ah! The Apple podcast... Uh, algorithm will actually push us if we get more comments and reviews. So, yeah, and everyone likes to look on. big on Spotify too. So do that so we can do our our yearly listeners and be like, "Well, look where we came from. Now look where we are here." Yeah, and also we have some other uh, interesting stuff coming out pretty soon that we're going to talk about. So uh, yeah, keep your ears and I don't eyes. even know what it is. Keep your ears, eyes, nose, and thighs peeled, my friends. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, fuck it, I don't know. Peace, bitches. I am who I be on Watching this.